Hey everybody, welcome to Renewing the Center. It is good to be with you today. Today we're going to follow the gospel into John 13. We're going to read about Jesus and the washing of the disciples' feet. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. And Peter said, You will never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, he put on his robe and had returned to the table. He said to them, Do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things... You are blessed if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you, for I know whom I have chosen. But it is to fulfill the scripture, the one who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I tell you this now before it occurs, so that when it does occur you may believe that I am he. Very truly I tell you, whoever receives one whom I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that you would give us grace. Grace to hear, grace to trust, grace to believe. I pray, God, that you would meet each and every one of us as we try to hold this scripture, God, uh, to consider what it would have been like for the disciples to have Jesus get up from a table and abase himself, to lower himself, uh, to serve them. I pray, God, that we would also hear the invitation here. Jesus, you gave an invitation to your friends, and I believe you're giving the same to us. So help us to hear it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the text begins with saying Jesus had had things from the Father, all things placed into his hands, and that he knew that he was going to the Father. And then it says he loved his friends. He loved them to the end. So knowing that Jesus was going to the cross, Jesus knew that he had been given authority, that he had been given power, knowing that he would be resurrected, he gets up, wraps a towel around his waist, and begins to wash the disciples' feet. And y'all, this would have been totally scandalous. Only a slave would wash feet. It was customary in the ancient Mediterranean world because the roads were so dusty and sandals were typically open-shoed open for when a, a guest would come into the home of someone, their, their slaves, their servants would wash um, the feet of someone who'd been out in a way to get 
the dust of the road off their feet. But a rabbi, a, a homeowner, a host would never, ever do such a thing, would never abase themselves to do such a thing. And so Jesus in this moment is flipping the table over. He's turning the table regarding power. He's redefining leadership. He's doing something that would have been totally scandalous. And I think it's really important for us in the modern world who probably have some notion, oh yeah, I've heard of some Christians who would do foot washing ceremonies. We just need to recognize that this had not been done and it would not have been done. And so what Jesus is doing is truly remarkable in this moment. And understandably, Simon Peter is very uncomfortable with this arrangement. I try to put myself, it's actually not very hard for me to put myself in Simon Peter's shoes most of the time. He's probably the apostle I identify with the most because he's just all over the place. So here's what I'm imagining Peter would have been doing. He's like sitting at the table. He watches Jesus take his outer garments off and get a bowl of water. And he's thinking, this is super weird. And then he's watching probably Jesus um, washing the feet of some of the disciples. And, you know, it's like he's working his way around the circle to get to him. And if I'm getting into Peter's head right now, here's what I'm imagining Peter's thinking. He's thinking, this is a test. Jesus is, um, Jesus is, is giving us a test. And what he wants is us to say, no, he wants us to be holy. He wants us to say, Oh no, 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 no. You can't do this to me. And my gut tells me that as Peter is watching some of the disciples allow Jesus to wash their feet, he's thinking they're failing the test. They're allowing God to minister. They're allowing Jesus to minister to them. And that's not what's supposed to happen here. Jesus is testing us and these guys are failing. I'm not going to fail the test. So he says, no, no way. And then Jesus responds by saying, unless I wash you, you have no part in me. And then Peter overreacts, which is why I think I identify so deeply with him. He goes, well, then wash my whole body, my head, my hands. And Jesus looks at him and says, you just, you're clean. And I think on a deeper level, he's saying, you belong to me. You're one of mine. But as we walk through life, our feet get dirty. Um, Not because we're doing something wrong, just because the roads are dirty. And Jesus is looking at Peter and he's basically saying to Peter, probably what he's saying to you, which is that when you belong to the Lord, you're, you're clean. Your essence is clean, but your feet get dirty. Let's clean your feet. And so he invites Peter to allow him to clean his feet. And once Jesus cleans Peter's feet and James and John and the other disciples, he puts his clothes back on and he sits down. So he's now back in a position of authority. He's no longer on his knees. He's no longer doing the work of a slave. He's now in the role of a rabbi. And he asks them this question. He says, do you know what I've done to you? He says, you're right when you call me teacher, because that's what I am. I have authority, Jesus is saying in this moment. And then he looks at his friends and he says, you should do what I've just done to you. I don't know if you've ever been in a foot washing service. I, I have. I've been in a number of them. Actually, um, during the, the, the pandemic and kind of like late in the time of my burnout when I was away, I was in a, a, a cohort of leaders from around the country. And we, at the end of our time together, we actually did uh, this together. We washed one another's feet. It's a remarkably intimate and very uncomfortable and very powerful thing to do. I would encourage you to... 
with a group of friends or your family to contrive uh, an opportunity to, to make up a, an occasion where you can wash one another's feet. You'll be surprised at how hard it is to allow someone to wash your feet. Um, and maybe for some of you hard to, to do the washing. So in one sense, I think we probably ought to give foot washing a go, but Jesus is actually saying more than just do this ceremony. Um, He's saying, I want you to think about what humility and service look like for you. So Jesus, who is their teacher, their rabbi, an authority, a powerful, he holds a position of power in their life, is saying, I'm going to go low. I'm going to get low and I'm going to serve you when I would have every right to ask you to serve me. Now, it's very important to recognize that Jesus, after washing feet, he goes back into his position of authority. He doesn't forsake authority. This is not a text about totally deconstructing power, position, and authority. Jesus is saying, I want you to wield your influence, your power, your authority in a way that is reminiscent of the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdoms of this world. A leader, a human leader, you know, a fallible leader, a a political leader would never do this. That's just not good for business. Jesus is saying it's different with us. So I just want to ask you a couple of questions. What does it look like for you to serve those who are under your influence in this season of your life? And if you're uncomfortable with the notion of people being under your influence, I just want to invite you to be honest. If you have people who work for you, you have people under your power. If you have small children or even adolescent children, you have people under your influence, your power. What does it look like for you to go low? What does it look like for us to listen to Jesus and actually do what Jesus says to do? Now, you may not be able to um, wash feet at work. Um, your teenagers might not allow you to wash their feet. <laughs> people who, uh, the poor might not allow you to wash their feet. But they, they will actually, though, respond to people in positions of authority who go low on purpose, who adopt a posture of service. And so I just want you to think about this. What does it look like to be like Jesus in this regard? Think of uh, someone in your home. Think of someone at work. Think of someone in your community. What does it look like for you to do the equivalent of foot washing? We have to listen to Jesus. There's an invitation and an opportunity for us to listen to Jesus. And I want to encourage you to listen to him today and ask the question, what does it look like for me to follow Jesus in this respect? God bless you. Go in peace. We'll see you soon. Amen. Amen.